Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Contact Keller's today and get your yard cleaned up before that dirty old man winter comes. I hate to say it, but he's on his way. The mornings are cold. They're frigid. I don't like it. I'm turning the uh, the steering wheel warmer on. I'm, I'm putting the seat warmers on. It's, it's just miserable. But contact Keller's today. And if you're looking for snow removal services during the winter months, they can take care of that for you too. Do not break your back this winter. And leave the heavy lifting to the professionals at Keller's, family owned and operated. Their team is looking forward to serving you. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services, located on Kern Street in Exeter, near Blue Ribbon Dairy. Find them on social media to learn more. Welcome to the show, Mr. and Mrs. Scoville Unit. Glad to be here. Glad How to be are here. you? Doing all right. I'm good, yes. thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I was introduced to the Scoville Unit. Uh, I guess it, well, today it's, it's 2023 now, which you know, hard to believe. Um, but I guess it was back in 2020 during the pan- 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 pandemic. And uh, I was uh, working with the, the Goombas, the Garden Goombas. And they were hosting uh, like a pepper eating contest. I think it was at Redano's in uh, I think yeah. it was late late 2020. Yeah, it was around the second week of football season. It was in September. Yes. So uh, I was first introduced uh, to the Scoville unit back then, way back when. Um, and then obviously you're a fan of the podcast, and I've I've had the the Goombas on since then again, and uh, you've been very uh, interactive with the, the, their episode and. I know we chatted a little bit behind the scenes and, and, you know, you hit me up and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm glad you hit me up because I was thinking about you too. So I'm glad uh, we could set this up. Appreciate it. Cause you kind of came like out of nowhere almost. I mean, like I said, I remember talking to you or, and hear about you back in uh, 2020 mm-hmm. and then this year, well, like late 2022. And then uh, I guess you have a big year plan this year. You kind of, yeah. kind of hit the scene. You're on the front page of the, the newspaper, I think. Yep. So uh, it was the citizen's voice to be exact. Yeah. They, uh, they did a nice little page with me. They brought me, they came to my house and they did an interview with me and talked to her for like a half hour. Or so and she put an awesome uh, article in the paper for me. Yeah. So, I mean, tell me a little bit who, who the Scoville unit is. And obviously you're accompanied by your, uh, the missus um, talk to me about, you know, who you are. Cause like I said, I've, I've read things on the internet. Uh, I read the article in the newspaper, but uh, excited to kind of get to know you a little better tonight. So the Scoville unit is kind of like my, was my alter ego more or less. Uh, and it kind of turned into my present form where this is what people see me as now constantly besides my family and close friends that have known me forever. But when it comes to social media or anything like that, it's the Scoville unit. We know him, yada, yada, yada. We saw you on the news. We saw you on the paper. Uh, so the Scoville unit was born during the pandemic. 
originally it was just me eating peppers and talking about local news, world news, like where the top trout and peppers are hotter. And it really burst in, into, into be more because one person said, you got something going here with your peppers and your hot sauce. You're doing reviews on that. <laughs> there goes the dogs. That's all right. She, uh, they, they said, uh, Hey, we want you to do more of this, but let's drop the, the, the news aspect and the politics aspect and we'll sponsor you. And I'm like, okay, let's make it happen. So I did a real quick flip of the script and I ended up finding a couple people on YouTube that I'm still very close to now. Today's adventure, Ryan and Lee, uh, and then late for work, Jason and Kim. And I ended up falling into the league of fire. And that's where the Scoville unit really became a thing where I started doing challenges and kicking it up. And I started seeing how big this community actually is and to think that when I was nine years old, I was eating hot stuff already. And I never knew it would grow to be in something like this. And I thank my Oprah for that every day, which is my grandfather. Uh, he's the real reason why I am the way I am with the crazy tolerance and all that. So if it wasn't for the pandemic, this wouldn't be happening. I think a lot of things were uh, uh, born in the pandemic. As, as terrible as it was, right? I mean, you know, the world shuts down. Uh, people lose their jobs, people lose you know, family members, people lose friends. Uh, a lot was born from the pandemic. A lot of people were like forced to pivot and, and cr- kind of create. I mean, um, you know, this was this 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 project of mine was kind of born uh, in the pandemic. Granted, I had like, a life of kind of like this before that, but definitely, um, you know, born during the pandemic and. So as terrible as it was, it's kind of cool to see people taking advantage of uh, a terrible situation and, and making the best out of it. Obviously, you're one of them. Definitely. So you started eating hot stuff at, at nine years old. Nine years old. My was, Opa, my by friend, accident or what? No, my Opa took us down to the garden and was feeding us chives and garlic and peppers. And I ended up falling in love with peppers. No, I'm, he not, wasn't feeding me super hot like ghosts and stuff, but he was eating, feeding me bell peppers banana peppers, stuff like that. And I always had a really bit of like kind of a fancy for like Louisiana style hot sauce, like the store brand stuff that you can get any day. And then it kind of rolled into like, there's hotter out there. And my, my buddy, Joel Skursky, he was my bartender. He was like, he used to make like really hot sauce and I used to try them and they used to hurt me like bad. Uh, And then I just, it grew more and more. And I started realizing how many small batch sauces there were. It's kind of like beer, like how you have the micro brews Mm -hmm. and there's, thousands and thousands and thousands of types of beer it's the same exact way for hot sauce it's for micro brews there's large process like you can go with your francis like your bud light miller light and then you got your uh bull cow sauce your ink gardener sauce your my sauce is small batch it's kind of like a micro brew kind of deal and it's just insane i have behind me over 260 bottles of sauce on my wall hmm. you're, you're doing hot sauce bottles i'm doing beer bottles over here yeah see yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So uh, obviously, um, explain um, the Scoville unit. I, I, I know what it is, but uh, explain it for people who may not know. The Scoville unit is the measure of heat. So when you bite into a pepper, yeah, pepper, pepper, there's the burning sensation. That is technically your Scoville units. So the Scoville unit is based off of the heat index from, we'll say, green peppers having none to to 16 million pure capsaicin crystals. Every pepper has uh, capsaicin in it, minus your bell peppers that really don't have, that have no heat at all. But capsaicin grows based off of the pepper. So that's how they measure this heat indexes with the Scoville scale. 
So you just kind of adopted that as your name, which is funny because I was like, I need a name. And I'm like the Scoville unit. And I looked it up and I did some research and nobody had it. I'm like, holy crap. That's amazing that no one had that. You couldn't believe it. <laughs> it's so easy and so simple. And like, I think it's a great name. It's, it fit well. Yeah. What a <laughs> it, it's funny how things uh, uh, just kind of happen when they do. Um, so it meant to be, right? Yeah. So nine years old, your, your grandfather introduced you to Peppers. Um, you know, where did it go from there? Obviously, you were, you were going to start doing challenges, you know, at nine or ten years old. Like, Talk to me about how it kind of like, you know, carried with you until, you know, to this day. So my obsession, it really started with Louisiana hot sauce. Um, I would put it on everything. I'd eat just teed up hot dogs and dip my hot dogs in it. I'd eat on pizza. I'd eat on pierogies. I'd eat my mashed potatoes. Everything I ate, it went on it. And when my opa passed away, he had this bottle of sauce that I always wanted to try. And he would never let me try it. He used to use it to get the grease stains off of the driveway. <laughs> and I was always intrigued. Like, how does hot sauce, something that you're supposed to eat, get grease off of the, the, the sidewalk? Well, at one point, my uncle had it, and he let me try it with a toothpick. And, man, it was just a tip of toothpick, and I felt like my tongue was going to fall off. Mm-hmm. At this point, let's see, my uncle passed away in 2008. I was about graduate. So I was about 18 years old. So it was only plain hot sauces, like Frank's and store sauce and stuff that like the, the, the usual. And he ended up giving me that bottle of sauce. And I was like, yes. And I'm, I can't remember what the name was on it, but I, I know it was, it was in a bottle of Dave's insanity sauce, but it wasn't Dave's. So my uncle, my opa made, and he gave it to me. So I brought it to the firehouse and I was like, watch this guys. And I put it on there and I scrubbed the, with the sponge and the grease stain came off. They're like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, it's awesome. I'm like, really? And I had that bottle forever to the point where it was so old, it actually dried up. Hmm. And it, like I said, it went from me obsessing over that to me getting into it with Joel Skirsky and trying his sauces. And then I wanted to make my own sauce. And then I started doing that. And I was like, and then boom, it, I kind of like died down. I wasn't really big into it. I wasn't buying a sauces and stuff like I am now but like I said in 2020 when the pandemic hit I'm like I want to do something and it literally like in two years and just bam it's a whole different beast than what it was it, it definitely seems that way like I said like, you know 2020 I was introduced to you and, and and you know within the past six months it's kind of been like you know full steam ahead so mm-hmm. um you keep mentioning your own sauce you, you make your own I make a bunch of different sauces uh I, I see everybody's always like, is it hot? I'm like, I am the wrong person right. to judge if it's hot. I'm comfortable at 16 million now. Like I can eat, I have a trouble bubble behind me. It's the, it's the piece of uh, bubble yum or trouble bubble or whatever it is that has coated in pure 60 million capsaicin. I can sit there and chew on that thing. Like it's nothing. Like it doesn't bother me. I can eat pod pepper pods fresh out of the garden by the dozens. It doesn't bother me. Now my stomach is a different thing, but it, it's just, I'm like, I want to make my own sauce. So I looked up a base sauce and I started messing around with it and it was okay. And I'm like, I want to do my own thing. So then I started thinking of names for them and I'm like, okay, so I'm an avid Dragon Ball Z person. So I'm like, I want to do a spirit bomb sauce. I mean, a spirit bomb sauce. And the difference in that is it has a little bit of cinnamon in it with ginger. So it has that little bit of a, uh, I guess a holiday flavor to it. And then I'm like, oh, I want to do another one. I want to do one that's crazy hot. So I made the beer is the sauce of destruction. And that's like pure pepper mash. And then I have my Thai, my Thai chili sauce. I made a chocolate cherry nightmare 
It's a Hershey syrup based hot sauce. It's a dessert sauce, but my end all be all sauces is that my dad passed down to me uh, because he, it was a family recipe. It's the SRF sauce. And that's my dad's initial Samuel Ross for And his, it's his bourbon sauce, a sweet bourbon sauce. There's no peppers in it, nothing. It's bourbon, brown sugar, and some spices and other additives. And it literally sells like a snap of a finger. Yeah, like people try so it and they're like, wow, that's so good. They want it on ribs. They want it on the burgers, their wings. They just want to eat it by the spoonful. And I wanted to put my own spin on it. So I made a spicy version with Reapers. So it's, I, I have like, and then for uh, not to keep bouncing around, but I wanted to do something special because Christmas is always special. You can get people stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you could just go online and buy it. And I'm like, I want to do something special for people that have always been there that have supported me. So I actually made a brother-in-law series where my three brother-in-laws, uh, Tony, Rick, and Shane, that have supported me so much in their own ways. I made a Tone Bones not-so-hot sauce that's made with banana peppers because he thinks banana peppers are hot because he's a little bit of a wiener when it comes to hot stuff. <laughs> uh, he's going to hear that. I know, and it's funny. But, uh, a wiener. That's, uh, that's great. I was thinking of other words, but I wanted to try to be as nice as possible. Sure, yeah, we'll keep it PG. Uh, my other brother-in-law, Rick, uh, his his push into this, he always asks how it's going, and he's like, the Scoville unit, and he's like, and his number one thing is he always comes on my post every live and, and uh, puts hashtag hot meat because of a challenge that I did. It was the, the Valhalla death sausage, and since then it blew up into hot meat. Uh, and finally, my brother-in-law, Shane, uh, he, he's been big on the, the chili side, like trying stuff, making stuff, getting me stuff, uh, giving me stuff to make stuff. And I made a Shane story time sauce. Cause he loves to tell stories. Like he'll say a uh, funny story. And then he'll like tell his 20 minute long story. And it's so funny. So I made a story time sauce. It's actually my hottest, one of my hottest sauces. So I made the brother-in-law bundle so you can get all three in one pack. Yeah. It's amazing how, I mean, you know, beer, they, they say, uh, you know, friendships can be made over beer, talking about beer, talking about the the style of beer, making beer. I feel like the same can be said about hot sauce these days. Like, it's like this huge community. Um, you know, you share, I mean, you're, you can grow these in your garden. You can use it you know, fresh out of the garden, uh, right to your, you know, right to your kitchen. Um, talk a little bit about the, the community. I mean, you, you know, you mentioned... Um, you know, your this brother-in-law series and obviously like it's important to you, but like you're bringing your family into it too. Like you're bringing friends together too. It, it's, it's really a cool thing. So the, the community is just something different than what I'm used to. Uh, as you grow up, you know, that there's, there's groups, you got your gamers, you got your athletes, you got your bookworms, you got your quiet people like that. This community is just like that. It's a group of people and they all have their, their, their thing that they're good at. And when it comes to the chili community, it's a plethora of people. Like I never realized how many people were into this until I got into this two years ago. And it's thousands and thousands of people worldwide. This is more popular in Europe and overseas than it is here. We're five years behind where they are. Like they have, week-long festivals about peppers and we're we're just in this area we're just tipping the scale like people are like mild sauce like what's mild like that they don't even know what mild sauce is in europe so it's funny because you have your your growing groups you have your sauce groups you have your sauce sale groups you have your seed groups you have your sauce companies you have your seasoning companies you have your seed companies like there's so much 
spread around. And then, in my opinion, at the top of all this is the League of Fire. The League of Fire is a world-renowned chili-eating championship group where they have products that they send out and they have available like sauces and that, but they have challenge items. These challenge items are like the top of the chili community. So it's, it's just, it all, it all mushes together somehow. And it's crazy because you can say one thing and the person's like, Oh, I never heard of that sauce. Or have you heard about the seed? I'm like, I never even knew there was such a thing. Like every day there's some, I see something new or hear something new in this community. And I love it. It's funny too, because um, I saw you were doing um, a chug challenge, I guess you could say. Do a lot of those. Yeah. But you were very, (laughs) it's just funny how like in this community and and I guess in life in general too, like what's hot to me might not be hot to somebody else. And it's hot to you. It might be like, you know, not hot to whoever, but I saw you did this, uh, it went after spicy cams. You're very, you seem very disgusted at this. This I'm very disgusted at spicy cam. And I wouldn't say, what's the, so I'm just a, I'm literally just a flying gnat that he just waves off because he, now see, I can't say this is true, but it's the only thing that makes sense because you don't just start a TikTok page or a Facebook page or anything like that and have a million followers, like a snap of the finger. You have to do some. So my first thing was, okay, anybody can buy a following because you could buy accounts on TikTok and all that with millions of followers. Not saying that's what he did, but that's my understanding of what I was told. He literally that just wasn't even on your radar though. But it wasn't on my radar when I started. What what got me and what set me over the edge is when he self-proclaimed himself the spice king. And it's not just me, it's every major chili head in the community. If you go on his uh any of his pages, you'll see people on there with like the fire background and they're animated, you'll see them saying, why are you cutting? Like he cuts his videos. He doesn't show reaction. He doesn't open it. Cause when it comes to challenging that you're supposed to open it on camera, not leave camera, not edit it, do a burn time, no food or drinks. That's it. So this guy's making videos, cutting out, not showing them, opening them, doing whatever he does is showing ah, no reaction. Fine. But don't call yourself the spice King. When you have people that crap hotter things than you eat. <laughs> but it's also about the pain you go through. So yeah, and it, it like like she said, and she experiences what I go through by being there because she's when I'm dying, she's my savior because like I can't move. Like it's literally my legs are off front of me. I'm on the ground rolling around in pain and agony. It's he doesn't show the reaction. He doesn't show what really happens when you do these challenges. And it gives, I guess, that false sense of anybody can do this, which anybody can if you do the prep and build your tolerance. Anybody can. There's people that are better at this than me that don't have sensitivity to capsaicin, which is just insane. But it, it's just the, the fakeness that he's putting on. And I, I kind of backed away from it for a little bit. But then when my one video blew up, it got 54,000 views and it's been quiet. And then all of a sudden it blew up again and I'm getting hate comments and people jumping on my lives saying cam's better you're this you're that like it just renews it and it's funny because i backed off two weeks after i made my video not even he acknowledged myself and one other person that called him out uh and noticed that there was people out there doing uh 20 one chip challenges me doing 15 and he did a duet with another guy his name is aaron doing 15 or 20 of them and he was just sitting there like 
I guess I'm not the spice king. And like it, it, he acknowledged us. And then he finally did a video a week after that. He did the one chip challenge and didn't cut, didn't edit. He just did it right then and there did a little bit of a burn time thing, but then people started pointing out that he had it in his cheek still. He didn't really eat it. And he cut out when he was spitting it out, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, and it just blew up all over again. So but you commended him for trying. And I did, I commended him for trying, but then people came back and said, you're this, you're that, you're jealous, blah, blah, blah. And I got to the point where I'm just like, thanks for the comment and the view. Appreciate you. <laughs> so there's, there's love and hate in this community, huh? Oh, there's, it's all over love, the place. See? I love it. It's just like any other community. There's just, there's so much to it. It's this person did this. This person stole that. This person's trying to do this. He's fake and he's not. Yeah. He's showing but, up. And the internet, you know, with, uh, you know, the videos and stuff, like we can manipulate all that so, so well now. So it's like, you know, who's the phony? Who's lying? Who's, who's being real? Did you say you ate 15 of those one chips? Yes. One chip, 15? At, like, at, like back to back to back? After another, after another. 15 jesus there's a guy named roger he's from the hot dang show you should check him out he did 69 of them or 60 what somewhere that, around there. what does that like what does it feel like i mean how does is, is there a point where like you just like you're immune to the no <laughs> so in in my experience i'm comfortable at it but to a certain extent like if i continuously pile it on eventually it's going to hurt. Realistically, capsaicin is a chemical and that sensation you're feeling is not burning. It's, it's your chemical reaction with your saliva. It's mind. It's more mind over matter than anything. And I could, I, I could say that right now. It's I'll, I'll eat some, not thinking it's not realizing it's hot. And as soon as I pay attention to what I'm eating and I start to feel some on my tongue, hmm. it's, it's weird, but there there is no way to completely stop it from hurting in any way, except for if you don't have a cap, uh, capsaicin sensitivity. I know of two people in the Chile community overseas, one in Australia. I think the other one is in Europe, uh, England, somewhere around there that has no senses to capsaicin. Like it doesn't affect him at all. Uh, he broke the world record for eating the most Carolina Reapers at a hundred and 160. That's the world record right now. 160 Carolina Reapers in one sitting. He only stopped because he ran out. Wow. I can't, I can't imagine. Like, I, I, I wouldn't say that um, I'm a wuss when it comes to heat, but like, I'm definitely like, I'm on the, the, the low level. Like I, I, I'm trying to think of uh, peppers that I've had that like haven't like destroyed me. Um, even hot sauces. Like I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to, I, I, I like, I love hot sauce on my food, uh, especially eggs and pizza, like you said before, but like, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I, like I enjoy the taste. I want it to be like um, something I can you know, eat and get through. Um, I completely understand that. And people say that to me all the time. Like, why would you want to eat that? What doesn't it hurt? I like to, I like to enjoy my food. I'm like, but I enjoy it. Your level of comfort is my level of nothing. Right. So it's like, that's why it's different. So like the people that like all oh, jalapenos are enough. And I, another person's like, ah, oh, I like habaneros on mine. And I'm like, well, I like ghost peppers on mine. So it's no, it's no different. It's, there's, there's levels and mine's just a little bit more intense. Yeah. I, uh, I'm sure you know this, but I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan and he just did a collaboration with, um, Senora Lechuga hot sauce. Okay. Um, and he, he put, 
there's three different, um, I guess, flavors you could say. Um, and the one, it was, it had ghost pepper in it. And it was, that was, that's probably like the, the max I could go. It was, um, I can't even say the, 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 the style, I guess. Ch ch uh, well, it's ghost pepper, Kalima salt. Is that how you say it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then chill, chill. What did you say it was? Chamoy. No, C H I L H U A C L E. Chill, chill hustle. Chill, chill hustle. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Something spicy. That's what I say it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was one was, uh, Habanero, uh, Urfa chili, and paprika. And the one that I really loved um, it had heirloom tomato, winter truffle, and reapers. Um, I'm not a fan. Of, I don't, I'm not a fan of truffle sauce. I tried the truffle sauce. I think it has a very weird taste. It does. It's 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 like you have to. It's strange, but I think with the the heat and the truffle, it was like a, a nice combination. Kind of the same way. Like I'm like I don't know if I like this or if I hate it, but out of the three, that was my favorite. Um, I'm a sucker for a sweet sauce. Okay. I love sweet sauces. So uh, my is hot as hell and tastes like straight peppers and vinegar. And I won't like it. Throw a little sugar in there, a little bit of something sweet. Okay. My, uh, sister-in-law and brother-in-law, they got me like this, like, there's like 25 small little hot sauces. That's like a, maybe like an ounce, maybe half ounce yeah. of each one. I'm a little afraid to try it because I feel like I feel like at, at that point it's just like a manufactured like like taste or like heat because um, there's like I said there's tons of them. Um, I was a big fan of this senior lechuga because uh, I feel like it's like very um, uh, like fresh ingredients almost. Yeah. Um, it, it it just it's it's and I just found uh, Pancheros has a hot sauce. It's a red and a green. I think the green is called Greenade. It's more yep. of a, what is that called? Like a salsa verde almost. Okay, okay, yeah. That's really good too. Uh, but yeah, I don't dabble in the, the the really, really hot stuff. My friend Nick and his uh, uh, friend Mikey, they love this shit. They they do, you know, the, the wing challenges and they've done the one chip challenge. My, my buddy Nick is, uh, he owns... A veterinary hospital, and he actually did a live video of the the one chip challenge, and they, I think they ended up donating some money to uh, 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 some kind of pet foundation. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I just it's 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 cool to watch. It's a, I have a lot of respect for like people who do that, but like for me, it's just like I'm out. Like, uh, it, yeah, I, I like the Cholula. I like the. Like I said, this stuff that I was talking about that Joe Rogan had with this this company, like that was kind of a, a higher level, but <clears throat> a lot of props to like these these groups and these people who can like really go that next level. Yeah, can't do it. It's 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 interesting. There's it, even for like the group of people, like it, when you say, "How's the chili community?" Like I went from a nobody to on everybody's radar in like a snap of a finger. Like everybody that has seen me on YouTube or this and that. Like I went from zero on the League of Fire scale to number two in the in the, in the world. I'm number I'm ranked number two in the world on the 2022 2023 scale, but I'm ranked 13th overall 
in the world for the entire shebang. Yeah, so, so talk, I, talk about that. That's that seems wild. That's like that's like that's pretty cool. So the League of Fire, like I stated, they have they have a website, leagueoffire.com. Uh, they have all sorts of stuff on there. But the main thing that I focus on when I'm on there is the challenge items. You have the Killer Queen. Guys, you want to grab the bottles right there? Killer Queen one and two, and the Scoble Slammer. You have ch- yeah. ch- challenges like these. You got the Killer Queen, the original. This is a 9 million Scoville unit sauce. It's 100 milliliters. It's made with chili mash, Carolina Reapers, onion, garlic, carrots, lime juice, pineapple juice, cider vinegar, mango, 9 million Scoville unit extract, salt. That's it. They, this one came out after. This is a Scoville Slammer. This is based off of Johnny Scoville. Um, he's the, the guy in the chili community. This is made with 13 million Scoville unit uh, extract, super hot chilies, uh, Naga peppers, hurt berry, Trinidad squirping, Carolina Reaper, red wine vinegar, 13 million scoville extract. And I was saying about the Killer Queen. This one just came out. Uh, I was only the second person to try this. This is the 2.0. Uh, this is based off of Shahina, the UK Chili Queen. She is 97 and 0 in chili eating competitions right now. She holds the world record for the most Carolina Reapers eaten by a female. Um, she is a doll. Um, she is the spokesperson for the League of Fire. I've met her two times now, and she's the most humbled person, and she's mm-hmm. she's awesome. She's all around awesome. So these challenges, this one is worth 10, 10 points. This one's worth nine, and this one is worth seven. And then they also have the, the volume chugs. They have volume one through five. One, two, three, and four discontinued. Five is just about done. They just sent the last out. And then our four just got sent out. Four is available still. And five is just right now. I don't know if they're making it again. But every year they make it different. Uh, last year they did like a Christmas type where it had like uh, mint in it. And this year they did a pumpkin flavored one. So each one is worth four points. So each challenge has its own point system. You got uh, Rice crispy Treat bars that are hot. You got uh, one of him and the Nemesis. This is the challenge I have. I have the only challenge so far that I've failed and I have not redone yet. This is one of the first ones. This is called the Nemesis Bar. This is a half pound of dark chocolate infused with Carolina Reapers. So they have three or four challenges like this that you could do. You have to speed eat it for points or you can eat the whole bar. But every challenge you do, it's open on camera, drink on camera or eat on camera in the direction that it states. No food or water. And you have to complete the burn time and everything has to stay on camera for you to get the points. So the point system, like I explained, each challenge is different. There's so many different ones. Uh, and they also included a, uh, a pepper board where you have the reapers or if you eat reapers a certain amount, it has to be weighed. It has to be recorded. You have to do your weight from when you start and what you wait when you finish, how many you ate, you get points for that. And then there's the seven pop primo tail or seven pop primo. I'm sorry. Uh, there's just so much it's everybody and it's expensive because this bar itself is $25. Wow. This, these chugs are $15 a piece. So it's like, you got people doing 10, 15 at a time. There's a guy named Pyro Pipple, uh, James from Canada. That is the leader on the boards. And he was, he has pretty much held all the records until recently. A couple people, uh, beat his records, but he was doing, 15 20 of these chugs at a time and it's like it's unreal i barely could do four like and if you don't prep properly you're looking at 
anywhere from three hours to 12 hours of constant pain. Wow. Wow. So you, you can, you can achieve these the status like at home. If, yeah. if you were to purchase these things and, and record this on video and, and you can kind of get to that, those, those different levels. Yeah. So you can create an account on league of fire, you create your own thing. So even if you do a one chip challenge, as long as you follow directions, you go to league of fire, create a profile, upload your YouTube video and it gives you a point and then you're automatically on the board. And the cool thing is, and I think I have one right here actually is when you start gaining points and everything, you get one of these. Oh, cool. You get put on a collectible card. That's neat. It's called league of fire heroes. And it puts your name, a number, a photo. And then it says, Chris will take on any challenge, no matter how hot he is from West Pittston, Pennsylvania. Chris is a league of fire hero. So then you get these. So everybody gets a card. Beth's working on getting hers right now because she started doing some challenges because she just wants her card and then she's retiring. She's done. <laughs> wow, way to like tell everybody for me. He always steals my thunder. No, she'll keep doing them. <laughs> she's enjoying it. She's trying to get more involved and yeah. you're enjoying it. You know you are. No. Yeah, Chris, we'll get back to you. Let's let's talk to the missus here. Uh I mean Beth, what do you what do you think about all this? Like like from a <clears throat> I don't like a health standpoint. You know, seeing your husband in all this pain, you know, supporting him through this. And he mentioned it's it could be hell on your stomach. Like, yeah. I mean, I can I my my wife wants to kill me because I snore at night. I mean, <laughs> are, are we are we dealing with like adverse effects of of, of Chris's, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> life insurance if that's what you're asking. Okay, that's smart. Okay. Um, but no, the doctor says it's actually quite healthy for him. But what's not healthy is when he strips down naked in a public neighborhood and, and goes outside and lays in the snow. It happened. <laughs> it happened. I, w- I, was a, I was a beginner, and I did the, my, the Killer Queen Chug Challenge for the first time. And it was We had a fence. It was okay. It was, yeah, it was an AFA <laughs> privacy fence. But the neighbor's camera on the second story point down in the yard, so... Uh, I didn't do anything really that hot before. I was still learning what cap cramps were. And apparently I did not realize that I can get cap cramps from it. And I did the challenge. It was my first chug challenge. And five minutes after I got off the camera and done recording, I was rolling on the floor, freaking out, yelling at her to go get me Tums and such. And when she came back, I was laying in the backyard in my underwear in the snow pile because I was burning up. Did that help? No. No. It melted the snow. I melted the snow fast because yeah. I was burning up, but it, it's there's a whole cycle. I'll talk about the cat it, It's it's a adventure for sure. It's it's an honor to be his sidekick, but sometimes okay. he it ropes me in. Like to me, cat cramps are worse than a menstrual cycle. <laughs> like it's okay. it's a nightmare, and he just tolerates it. And I'm like, how? He he's definitely some sort of superhuman in my book, and I may be biased because he's my husband. Sure, but he he's definitely got something special, and he acts like he's always so stone faced when he does these challenges. But when you meet him in real life, he's just I'll tell him I'll tell him I say he's sweet and he's funny and he's charismatic. But um, I gotta yeah. I gotta have some kind of character that well, you gotta not- you gotta get in a zone it's like sports yeah. right yeah, that's, what says. that's any time and i always tell people like oh how do you do how do you how do you prep i'm like it's not just prep but you got to put yourself in a position i even tell people when they're doing something pick a spot focus on that spot turn off yeah. your turn off your hearing focus on that one spot and keep staring at it 
All you need to do is focus on that spot and the sound of your breathing. He did a public challenge in this. ER guy was that there to monitor everyone and he kept checking on me. He goes, he's saying he's okay. Is he okay? I go, yeah, that's normal. He was just laying on the ground. I was laying on the ground (laughs) making love to a massive garbage can that I had to wrestle from security. (laughs) But like, I'm used to it. A lot of people freak out a lot of, um, not, not to bash on people, but, oh, 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 I thought there was, Oh, I'm actually seen. Oh, sorry. Um, So a lot of people don't like their significant other doing it because it's intimidating. It is. And it is time consuming. So Chris and I, I we're on separate schedules. We don't see each other a lot. We live with each other. So people think that I get angry because he does the challenges, but no, I'm, I'm cool. He lets me play my video games. (laughs) <laughs> and he gets to he gets to lay on the floor cramping. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so it's, but the, it's adventure. Match made in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta balance each other out. It's, it's good. You were saying but, about how you get roped in. Tell me oh, you get roped yeah. in. Yeah, so you're you're doing some challenges too. Like, I mean now how did that happen? Like uh, your, your husband's doing this, like y- y- you see the obvious pain he's in. Like what what makes you say, I wanna try that too? <laughs> There's this thing called puppy dog eyes, and I don't I don't know why I fall for it each time, but when I tell you, I am educated, but when it comes to him, I do very stupid things, like the dual chip. It was very tasting, but it hurt. Like, I had a nice pack. I put it on my stomach and melted it in seconds. Like, it's no exaggeration, and that was the first it time. It raises your body cramps. temperature when you yeah. eat enough of it. Capsaicin works differently. But he wanted to do it then and there. He wouldn't wait for Jason. Jason is the person he normally does his challenges with. He lives in Maryland. And (laughs) I I felt so stupid. I'm like, I should have said I had to pet my pet unicorn that day. I should have done something different. But looking back at it, I'm glad that I do it because I wish more women would do this. Like Katie from Seattle Eat. She's trying to get more women to do it. And KTB Saucy. Yeah, KTB Saucy. But it's... He ropes me into it, but I also enjoy interacting with people in the Chile community because even like Frank and Cuzzy, you mentioned them, mm-hmm. they're the garden Goombas. They're not exactly with the Chile stuff, but they encourage Chris like crazy. Like it, it's like this whole little community that comes together as a family and supports one another. And you can even be pinned up against someone. I love Farmer Jay. There's this guy named Farmer Jay. He, he held up Jason's hand. At when he was ready to tap out and saying, yeah, Jason's ready to do another pepper. Let's go. Yeah, he was ready so, to tap out. He picked his hand up, pushed he, the pepper towards his face. Everyone's so supportive, and I love that. Yeah, I feel like it's with, like anything else, like <clears throat> whether you're in the weight room or, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Like you, you have the support system, and you can literally get to that next mm-hmm. level with that support. So it's, 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 kind of, it's fascinating. It really, it really is. And, you know, I, you know, growing up, you, know, you talk about things that are hot and you, know, you just, it's just like, oh, it's just pepper. It's, it's hot. Like you don't think about, and I'm sure the internet helps with all this too, but like you don't think about like where it could take you. And I feel like I saw some video of you like, you know, traveling and, and, and things like that. Uh, I don't know where it was. I, I feel like it was like, it wasn't like, oh, you're down the road. At, uh, I was in Georgia and Texas and stuff. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that that like this this community this this whole thing 
is taking you to places you may not have otherwise seen. See, I'm not a big fan of traveling when it comes to just driving somewhere and looking at something. Like it has to be like something to do. Like I don't like the just go down and let's see what's there and figure it out why we're there. Like I like to plan ahead. And sure. uh, it, this first started with Georgia. Um, today's adventure was hosting a uh, wing cha- a wing off of sorts at Sauce Daddy's in Sonoya, Georgia. Now, Sonoya, Georgia is the town where they record The Walking Dead. I don't know if you watched The Walking Dead at all. but I stopped. I stopped. As, I forget what season. We got to a point where I'm like, this is dumb. Like, I, I loved it. I loved it. The What's that? The season with the governor? Uh, maybe. I, it, it, I probably season. that. Um, so this, the town that the governor ruled over, yeah. that they were of, that's Sonoya, Georgia. That yeah. downtown is where the, they, it takes place. Alexandria from the newer seasons. That's literally right across the street from where they shot the town where uh, the governor ruled. So it was awesome because I love The Walking Dead. I watched it from one to the end and just going down there and seeing the big walls from the community and the characters and they have The Walking Dead store and all that. So I competed down there. That was the first time. It wasn't anything big. It was just two people. They had a bunch of people back out last minute kind of deal. I won that one. Um, they wanted to do it again the second year, but this year they wanted to make it big. They were having a big Memorial Day, I think it was. Memorial Day yeah. celebration, and there were thousands of people. Like, they blew this up. The town was involved. The council was involved. It was advertised. There was 15 to 20 people involved. Uh, it headlined the event, more or less. And the funny part is, is two of the cast members from The Walking Dead participated in the second year. And that's a 13-hour drive. First time we ended up driving down last minute, thinking it wasn't a big deal. It was exhausting. The second time we had planned to go down there for a week, but we ended up moving the same week and we didn't get done moving until three days into when we were supposed to leave. So we went down last minute again. Um, So the two characters that were involved were actually Carol's husband from the first season and another person from Negan's group. And when I found out they were in it, I kept messaging them, like harassing them, like being that guy like blowing it up, like making pro cutting promos and stuff like that. And I went down there and I had my vest on. I looked like a biker and my jeans on my boots and they were doing an autograph signing in the walking dead store. And normal people are like all starstruck and celebrity autograph photo. I walked in, I went, you're done and you're done. And they're like, Whoa, what did we do? Like no idea who I was. I'm like, I'm coming for you. You're not lasting in this wing competition. No, you're the guy that they keep talking about. We don't even know if we want to do this. And they're talking to me like normal human beings. And they're like, like how I should be starstruck. They're just looking at me like, like this. And it was so, it was so funny. Cause everybody's like, you're just breaking these guys balls. These are actors. These are Hollywood people. Like you don't even care. And I'm like, they're coming after what's mine. <laughs> like, you got a competition to focus on. And I talked to him for a little bit, uh, walked around, got close to Alexandria, bought some stuff. The next day at the event, massive gathering, thousands of people gathered around us. It, there was name tags, people sitting along the rows, uh, everybody was out. They the the character the character from Walking Dead asked to be at the opposite end of the table because I was too intimidating. So I'm all the way at the other end of the table eating the first wing, standing up yelling, "Yo, guys, how you doing down there? These are good, aren't they?" Like just doing that, like breaking their balls big time. And I ended up getting head to head with one of the guys. Now the, my problem was is they allowed people to drink and eat with it, yeah. so they were pounding milk down, and I'm sitting there stone faced, nothing. I I pushed my milk off the table, my water off the table. I'm like, this is not. I went head to head with a guy at the end that literally looked like he was about to pop. He was beat red. He was drooling. Uh, 
they ended up having to do a tiebreaker around with Toe Satan. It's a nine million skull unit lollipop. And this guy, they did a timer and they counted down and we were both still sitting there with a the lollipop. So if you watch the video, I get up, I turn my chair and I sit towards him and he turns and sits towards me. So we're face to face sitting in our chairs and we know neither of us would give up. People are walking away because they're going back to the show starting and everything. And I said, and I, I, he's not swallowing his saliva. He's letting it draw, drool out and everything. I'm like, and I'm like, I'll take your lollipop out. You take mine out in the count of three and we'll call the draw. And he said, okay. And we did. Cause I saw his kids were excited for him and he was trying to impress his, his wife and this and that. So I'm like, let's do it. So we did it. We, and I gave him the trophy and I said, let him have the gifts card. Like I still got stuff or whatever. I got a hundred dollar gift card or uh, credit for the store. And it was just really cool. That was like my first big, big event besides the pepper pepper off at Rodano's. Right. So it's, and then it went into uh, where I was starting to creep up on the top 100 for League of Fire. And I was reached out to about an, an event in Texas. Now, I've never, I've traveled to Arizona for work. I went to Vegas. I've never been to Texas or anything like that. So I got reached out to about this event, inviting me to go by League of Fire. And I said, yeah, let's do it. Um, sponsors paid way for me. Uh, my my brother-in-law, my one sponsor, uh, Tony, he paid for my my flight. Uh, another sponsor, uh, my other brother-in-law, paid for my hotel. So off to Texas we went. Uh, we ended up getting delayed for hours and hours and hours. It was hell. We made it. Uh, there's more behind the whole Texas thing that I can't disclose because I don't want to get hit with a lawsuit. But there was a streaming service that was recording for something. And there was a lot of interviews and interaction and big cameras in our face and doing this and that. So it was, this is like big time. Like this is how you get out there and you, you, you get known. And this was for the league of fire chili eating championship. This is for the, the red title. This is for, this covers Canada and the United States. So they pulled all the top 10 chili heads uh, in the community that were able to first come first serve basis. Cause they invited a hundred people. And I was one of those one out of 10 that got chosen out of a hundred. So that's even more massive. And we're going up against people like Mike Jack. He's a world record holding multi-world record holding speed eater. He holds records all over the place. He was the champion for the title about once before uh, you have the atomic menace, Dustin, you have bat pants, farmer, Jay, uh, Yoshi, Jason from late for work, Bob, the voice, Midge, uh, KTB saucy, like, so many different people and i'm sorry if they listen i missed anybody i don't mean to but uh they uh they all competed with me and it was a gauntlet setup where you have rounds of peppers and i went through grueling practice prep for this like i was eating pot after pot after pot i was eating at work for lunch i was doing prep videos where i was eating my first time i did 10 second time i did 16 the next time i did 20 the next time i did 40 so it's like i was prepping myself to take on all this heat I was an underdog. I was a nobody. Nobody knew me. People heard of me. Uh, like uh, Zachary Goot was another one. He he knew who I was. He was excited to meet me. I was excited to meet everybody. I got to meet Shahina for the first time, Johnny Scoville, and all the crazy people in the Chile community. And it was so surreal because they set us up on the big stage, hundreds of people, and they had intros. You got to pick your own entrance. And I came out to uh, Seth Rollins, burn it down from WWE. And I was like, the only one energy, like, come on, let's go. Like, let's do this. And the contest started and people are eating, people are dropping out, people are eating, get to the final round. We're already past 20 minutes past our time. And the actual person of the event was actually getting mad. They wanted us to get the hell off the stage. 
And you still had three people left. You had me, the defending champion, Mike Jack. So I'm a nobody, never done this before, and I'm in the top three. So I'm sitting there. We're getting to one of the last rounds, and I'm like, are we going to do a Scoville Slammer Challenge or not? And they're like, what, really? I'm like, yeah, you told us we were probably going to have to do one. So we did one, and it was funny because I was burning a little bit, but it reset me. The, the, the Slammer reset everything. Uh, we get to that. It didn't knock either of those two out. didn't knock me out. So like, all right, we're I'm out sure of time. There was four. There was four. No, Dustin. Oh, yeah, D Dustin. I'm sorry. Uh, Atomic Menace was in there. So it was four of us. None of us got knocked. They're like, all right, we have to do a, a speed round because we're out of time. And right there, I was at a, at, a, at a fault because you have Mike Jack, who is a world record holder speed eater, competing for this belt. He already has the advantage. They put down the peppers in front of us, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the small ones first, and then I'm going to do the jalapeno last because the jalapeno was like this. It was girthy. It was big. I'm like, I'll do that last because that'll be the hardest. So we're doing these peppers. We're powering them down, and I have everybody starting to gather around me. And got Johnny Scoville and Shaheen are standing by like, come on, do it. You're going to win. You're going to win. And Mike Jack's down at the other end, and his wife yells, what are you doing? He's going to beat you. And he goes into championship eating mode. And he just got boom, 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 done. And he won, and I was I was six seconds behind him, six seconds away from claiming the title. And after that, it was like the Scoville unit. Holy crap, where the hell did he come? The dark horse that – or what was it? The dark, yeah, the dark horse that nobody knew was going to come out of nowhere because they kept saying when they would ask during interviews before, who do you think is going to win this? Who's your dark horse? And you're like, there's always one. You weren't on and, and I wasn't on anybody's radar. They asked John <laughs> Scoville. They asked everybody, who do you think is going to win? They all said – Mike Jack or uh, Bat Pants or Atomic Menace. I wasn't in the radar and I ended up finishing second. I got officially second because I finished just after he finished and the other two didn't finish. So it was like, it was huge. And then people were talking to me, wanting to get to know me, asking me for my information. So that was huge. And I'm, this story is long, but it's, it's incredible how this is where a majority of my time, energy, sweat, blood and cramps and tears have come from through this. So we were supposed to go home the next day. Um, and I was upset because I had so much fun and everybody was staying an extra day. And our flight ended up getting delayed again, like eight hours. And I'm like, I'm not doing this again. We're staying the extra day. We'll catch the first flight in the morning. Let's see if we could do it. They ended up switching it over for no charge. Uh, so we ended up staying. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we're, we're doing stuff and they're talking, oh, there's an amateur pepper contest the next day. Do you guys want to compete? And I'm like, well, hell, if I'm going to win something, might as well win that. So I was like, okay, we'll do it, blah, blah, blah. The next morning, they're like, hey, change of plans. We don't want you guys competing in that. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Why not? Like, Because we want you to do the attempt for the world record for the most seven pop primos eaten in one sitting. Right now, Johnny Scoville holds the record at 20. So my, me and my buddy Jason are like, okay, let's do it. So instead of doing that, Beth ended up competing in the amateur competition with Jason's fiance, Kim. That's my best friend. And, and we're both stupid. And Steve from the old <laughs> Agnes store. And anybody that's looking to get involved in any of these challenges or wants to try them, check out the old Agnes store.com. You can get them on there. They're in the United States. They're fairly decently priced. You don't have to pay the overseas shipping and the crazy markup from over there. But fast forward to next day. And I'm like, last minute prep. Okay. I got to go eat. I got to go do this. I got to do that. We get there. They do the amateur competition. Beth did amazing. Uh, you made it four rounds, right? I didn't know I could blow my nose. She was like, I was sick. I was so sick. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it for Steve. Cause 
The people that all own Old Agnes are complete sweethearts, Steve and Michelle. And he talked me and Kim into it. And Kim's out. So like a seventh grade girl, I'm like, yes, I'm not the first one out, but I'll go out with my best friend because I'm about. Yeah, and they walk off the stage together. So we watched the rest of that. And right after that, they're like, all right, we're going to do the 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 world record attempt at the League of Fire table. So it's a little table with stuff set up. Everybody gathered around this table. When I'm mm-hmm. talking like the entire population was gathered around this one area. And that peeved off the 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 people that ran the event because they're like, you're taking away from our vendors. You're taking away from the cooking show. The, that's vendors going were even there. the vendors were even there. They left their stands and put me back later signs up. And they were like crowded around and you had me and Jason sitting at this table. Like I posted this video everywhere because it was just like my, this is like my proud achievement of my career, my short career. They So the record was 20. So what they did is they took 39 and 39 peppers, right? Was that, was it 39? Yeah. And they set it up in two bowls next to us, but one had a little bit more weight than the other. So Jason said to give it to me, but obviously if one of us gave up, they give the other one. So we're going. Jason didn't prep at all. He's still suffering from the day before. I'm fine. I purged. I was good. I ate. We're going. We're going. I'm not feeling anything. And Jason gets the nine pepper. And he's like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm powering through this. And like, he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to give him your his bowl. He'll finish all of them. I'm like, oh, thanks. So I'm sitting here in my head thinking I'm going to stop at 22. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not stopping at 22. It's like, oh, keep going. You, he officially has beat the record. I'm holding the world record. I'm like, yes, but he's going to keep going. He's going to eat all of them. Boom, boom, boom. I get done with the first bowl. I'm at 39. So at this point, I've eaten 19 more than what the record was. I get, they're like, oh, we're going to give you Jason's bowl. And they did the weight going, going, going. And at this point, I started to slow down because I'm getting pepper fatigue, like the taste, and my stomach's getting full. But I'm sitting there and I did that thing where I just like I picked a spot and I focused and I literally stopped hearing everybody around me. And I started hearing ringing and I kept like I had earmuffs on like I was just hearing my breath, breath going in and out. And I always put my opus picture in front of me when I do challenges and competitions because it's my drive. And 26 minutes and 32 seconds later, 69 peppers, 256 grams of weight. I am officially the world record holder of the seven pot primo in one sitting by more than triple. I was going to say, I feel like that's, uh, you, you really took that, you, you met the bar and you took it to the next level, like levels upon levels, like further. And I only stopped because <laughs> we ran out of pods. <laughs> and it, it, it was just in what happened after that was just like, it was like fairy tale. Like it was like a Cinderella story moment where everybody's like, come on, come on, come on. You got this. And it was just like a Disney movie at the end where they win the, the home team wins the game and everybody just goes, <laughs> and I, I did like my, I did a thing and yeah. it was just like, it was incredible. Like people were cheering and yelling and screaming and everybody's coming up to me and I'm like, thank you guys. And I'm okay. And all of a sudden I'm like, all right, I need to turn around and throw up now. So I have people standing hovering over me so I can throw up in the bucket and I'm eating ice cream, drinking milk and unbelievable where what and like i said now because of that competition i'm ranked second i was first but mike jack did the try to the attempt at the world record for reapers and got to 130 so the points that he accumulated got him above me oh, and it, it's just been it's been crazy i'm trying to get my top spot back but he keeps doing stuff and it's making it very hard for me to catch him yeah it, you mentioned um prepping for all this like what does that look like I mean, I, I carbs, lots of carbs. Uh, my go-to is potatoes and pancakes. So I have it down to a science now. It's an hour to an hour and a half 
before I do a challenge, I eat four pancakes and two servings of potatoes, or I eat just four servings of mashed potatoes and some other stuff like a regular meal. But I make sure I eat more than what I typically would. Like if it's going to be a regular meal and there's gonna be like chicken and other stuff involved, I'll do it two hours before. So this way I can eat a little bit more. So I'm actually stuffed. And the reason I do that is because if you don't and you try doing any of this stuff, any of the hotter sauces on an empty stomach, you get something that's called cap cramps, capsaicin cramps. It literally has been compared to labor pains. Bella from Heat 101 has compared it to labor pains. She's like, I was in labor for 18 hours and I never felt anything this painful. And it's it's no joke. It's it's crippling. It knocks me down. I'm like doing the gator roll on the bathroom floor. I'm writhing in pain. I'm dripping sweat. I'm wincing in pain. I'm practically in tears. I'm throwing up. I'm dry heaving. And then you get into this, like you get the shivers and you're freezing and it, it literally comes in waves. It'll come, it'll go, it'll come, it'll go. And it's literally like, you can't do anything or move anywhere where it stops it from hurting. And it's just ungodly pain. I don't think people understand like what goes into this. I, I sure as hell didn't like, no, it's, I mean, you're talking like, you're talking to one or two hour prep to like, yep. and, and this, this is insane. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not fun when you get cramps and sometimes there's just no way around it. If you do enough of it, regardless of what's in your stomach, if you don't get it back up, your body's still going to digest that. It doesn't matter what kind of food. That food is there to absorb it. It's just like eat, drinking alcohol. Alcohol is a poison. Right. What do you do before you go out and put on a, a binge? You drink. Yeah. Before you drink, you go out and eat. You get food in you your eat. stomach. Stop you from getting drunk. Get, get some big greasy what happens, burgers. Yeah. What happens if you don't eat before you drink? Two you beers in. Yep. You're hammered. Yeah. So it's the same thing. If you eat a lot, you can take more. Now, it doesn't do anything for the mouth, but... If you don't eat anything, you're screwed. Yeah. So it's prep is a big part of it, but you also have to be willing to accept what might come after. Same thing with drinking. You got to expect a hangover. Yeah. And it, you know, it's equivalent to, I'll say sports, and I'll probably get roasted for that. But like, yeah, I've been roasted for saying that. But no, see, like, like, yeah, you're not, you're not fit. You're not. You're not physically like, you know, you're not on the football field smashing heads with other people, like yeah. things like that. But like you're preparing your body, you're training, you're, doing, you're practicing. Yeah, you're, you're practicing, you're preparing, you're you're competing against Darts, people. Art pull is a sport, bowling is a sport. Sure, yeah. I mean it, it's it's why can't pepper eating being like they have they consider hot dog eating a sport. They have a big epidemic for it every new year. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, I, I never kind of thought about the, the whole, the whole process. It's, so it's thank insane. you for sharing. Yeah. So my prep started for ZestFest, but a month and a half before I actually went, I was doing a video on Tuesdays and a video on Saturday, doing prep work, doing challenges. But during my off time, I was doing videos of me eating pods five or six at a time, seven at a time, jumping on people's lives with them to eat pods and burn. Uh, occasionally just doing it on an empty stomach, one or two pods, just so I could feel the pain. So my stomach, my body can get used to it. Right. And I, think I had myself so beat into uh, prep and practice and training that my body didn't feel any of it at the, the, the belt match. Cause I didn't feel any of it. It didn't not until afterwards when I was fighting that security guard for that garbage can. And I laid on the floor for a half hour. Once that half hour was up and I was able to purge, I was right back at it. Going around sampling sauces, doing all that. 
That's nuts. You're nuts. You're nuts. That's another way I get dragged into it. People think this <laughs> this is a this is a Popco project exclusive. Ooh. People think that I can handle the same heat that Chris can. Just because she's so, married to me. It, that's not true at all. So no. I get dragged into trying stuff, and then I fit, I'm like one of those people that feel guilty to say, "Oh no, I I, I don't want to try your stuff." If it's too hot, right? Because you know that can be rude. So there I am, being an idiot, trying those those sauces confidently, and I, I feel bad, but it, it raises your tolerance. And it's funny because I took a little bit of a hiatus at the end of the year <clears throat> to let my body recover because for four months straight, it felt like four months, but it was really October, November, December. Uh, well, September, October, November, December, where I was just tr- training and practicing and doing all this, my body on it almost every other day, twice a week, three times a week. And I wanted to take a break. So her not wanting it, she's like, oh, people are going to forget you. So I'm like, she's like, I'll do some videos. So she started doing videos and sampling sauces and she doesn't understand the concept of prepping. So I'm at work and she's on there. I'm watching her videos while I'm at work. I'm doing my paperwork. And I'm messaging her saying, I hope you prepped. You're going to hate yourself after this. And then 20 minutes after the live, I get the message. I don't feel good. <laughs> if you don't prep, you can't throw it up. And if you can't throw it up, it's being digested, yes. which means cap cramps. And then it also means it's going to hurt coming out. Sure. Sure. That, that prep food is also a big part of you purging it. Because if you have like, Say a hard example to explain it. When you put your soda in a cup and you add Mentos, what happens? It causes it to go up. You have food in your stomach and you add it to it. You get sick. What happens? That stuff acts like the soda and acts like the medicine, pushes it up and gets it out. It's kind of like, it kind of like a level. You put a board, put stuff on top of it and you push it up. What happens? It falls off and comes out. So that's kind of the the reasoning for the heavy prep. Because right. you want to purge that. Nobody wins when you get cap cramps. Nobody gets points from cap cramps. So there's no reason to keep it in your system. And I'm almost positive your body does not gain a tolerance to cap cramps in your stomach. <laughs> are, are you are you at all worried about the the quote unquote damage you're doing to your body? I mean, it, is, body, is, you do not get ulcers from spicy food. Okay. You do is not that like old wives old wives tale. It's, it's, it's false. Okay. So the only thing is, is you can burn your esophagus because you're constantly puking. You can hurt okay. yourself that way. Obviously your body's blood pressure is going up when you have cramps and this and that you can have side effects there, but in, in all reality, peppers are good for you. They're good for your blood flow. They help with diabetes. They have uh, blood pressure, uh, blood count, all of that. It, it, it's very healthy for you. It's actually been linked to helping with certain types of cancer. And a lot of people, if you look it up, capsaicin is used for pain relief. They make balm out of it, like a, like a rub, like a CBD oil. They actually use capsaicin for pain relief and it works. Um, and it's funny because after I cramp really, really, really hard, I feel like I'm 15 again. Um, I don't have any pain. I have energy. I'm nimble. I'm not sore. I'm not stiff. It literally detoxes your system and it does something where it makes you feel like you're completely healthy again. And it's funny to say that because people actually use capsaicin. Uh, Ed Curry, he's the creator of the Carolina Reaper. 
he created the Carolina Reaper trying to help uh, find cures to diseases and stuff. Uh, another gentleman that does work with peppers is actually doing it to work with cannabis to create uh, medical, um, what's it called, uh, breakthroughs with using peppers and capsaicin. So sure. that peppers are just more than something to eat. They're actually being used to help with in the medical industry. That's amazing. It's it's amazing. Like, you know, we're in, we're in 2023 and, you know, even like, you know, CBD within the last couple of years has been a very um, great thing to utilize to, you know, ease pain and, and reduce pain and things like that. So it's, it's crazy like to, you know, the, you know, something you eat and that can cause pain, right. Can hopefully, you know, or potentially or does uh, help uh, negate it. Yep. That is 100% true. Yeah. It's wild. What a, what a, what a fascinating industry. What a, this whole, this whole thing, like it, it's, it's something I never thought about before. You know, you talk, you think about people just you know, you eat peppers and they're hot and you can handle it. No big deal. Like yeah. right. just different when I said that when I started out, I was nobody in this now. Like it's amazing. Cause I have people messaging me almost daily asking me for one of my cards, my player cards signed to send back to them so they could put it with their collection or, People asking me for advice. Like I was starstruck the other day. Shahina, the UK Chili Queen, 97 and 0, messaging. Well, she was 90, 95 and 0 when she messaged me, asking me for advice on how to prep for a competition. Like I've just started doing this two years ago, and you've been doing this for 10 years now. And you're calling, you're messaging me asking, and you're the top person in the chili community asking me for advice. Like I was like, whoa. Cause she even said, she's like, I'm amazed by what you're capable of doing because you're so new to it. And, and even Johnny Scoville said seven years ago when the Reaper didn't exist and it was just ghost pepper was the thing. Nobody could do the stuff that people are doing now. It wasn't even thought of like eating two or three ghost peppers was unheard of. Now people are eating hundreds and putting these things down. Like it's out of nowhere and it's, it's growing. Like I said, Europe is five years ahead of us on this. Yeah. Let's talk about the future. I mean, I think tonight, uh, today is, I think, the January 10th. Yeah, January 10th. This will probably be released, um, you know, in the next two weeks or so. Okay. Talk about the future of the Scoville unit. Um, I, I think tonight you had actually a, a meeting with Bartari to, to talk about a wing off in 2023. I think that's in February. Talk about, you know, the future of, you know, pepper eating, all, all that kind of stuff, as well as like things that you're going to be part of this year. So the future is bright, obviously. Uh, there's a hot. lot. It's hot. Uh, Future's it's hot. hot and bright, red hot. Um, there's a lot of opportunity out there when it comes to this, and people wouldn't even think that. You're already thinking, okay, I competed last year. Am I going to compete this year? Where am I going to compete? How much training am I going to have to do? What am I going to compete for? What am I going to be eating? So there's so much to think of in, in that standard, but I can't do that solely on my own. Um, that's why I'm grateful for my sponsors, like my brother-in-law at Acronis Consulting or American Eagle Solutions or Wiener World. And then my newest sponsor in Gardner, which is the reason why I've been able to get around recently. Uh, they're, they're a big part of what I do. Uh, they have an Etsy where they, they make sauces. They're legitimate. They make, uh, they make, they're making challenges. Now they have the new, the, soon to be new world's hottest pepper called pepper D and I could vouch it's a lot hotter than the Carolina Reaper, but 
sponsorships are a big deal. And if it wasn't for them, my future would not be possible. So I, a big, big shout out to them. Um, but this year, uh, you were saying about the wing off. Uh, I wanted to do something in my own. I'm always going to people's stuff and being a part of other people's stuff. And I have people on and she does interviews of people coming on the channel to talk to them about what they do, their small businesses and all that to spotlight everybody, because I don't want to do this on my own. I don't want this to be a selfish thing that it's only about me and always about me. No, I want other people to, to grow and to build and to strive in this community. So I want to take as many people along for the ride as I possibly can. So I thought I need to do something. And I went to Bartari with, with Beth because that's her favorite restaurant right now. And obviously I love it because of the, the old school arcade games. Sure. And I'm sitting there at the table and I took a photo and I said, I wonder how Bartari and I tagged them would be interested in doing some kind of wing off because I've been in them and they responded immediately almost. And I said, well, let's reach out and see how this works. So after a couple of weeks of back and forth and waiting for the holidays to be over, uh, tonight we finally met up and officially February 25th at 1 p.m. Uh, I will myself and Beth will be hosting a wing off 2023 at Bar Tari. Uh, it will be 10 rounds of pain, 10 wings, 10 sauces, one winner. Um, and how this is going to go is we're allowing 20 people to sign up. As of right now, I still have some spots open. So if anybody's interested in getting involved and wanting to be a part of it, they're more than welcome. Uh, obviously, they'll have to sign a release form because I'm not going to go easy on anybody. I want it to. I want everybody to be able to compete. It's, it's but I want though. it's beatable. It's going to be beatable. They're all sauces. They're they're not going to be like you can't do this. You're going to die kind of thing. Like it's gonna it's doable. And I'm confident that there's going to be people that are going to hang around and not thinking they can. Uh, so I encourage it. If you're curious and you think you like spice, just try it um, while you can. Right now, I think I have seven or eight signed up. Um, I got people traveling in from Maryland, South Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, I'm trying to think where else. Uh, locally in Pennsylvania, a couple of YouTube channels. And I'm going to be providing some of my sauces, some of the sauces off the wall behind me. And Bartari's going to be uh, providing some house sauces. And I'm excited because today we discussed there's going to be prizes. There's going to be a $50 gift card, uh, shirts, uh, sauces, and a bunch of other cool stuff that I'm going to try to get some stuff together from other channels to donate towards it. Uh, there's going to be two raffles. Um, it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be big. And special guest hosts, the Garden Goombas, nice. they're going to be the commentators. And I do a pretty damn good cousin impersonation. I was going to ask you, you know, I was going to ask you before, like an hour ago, I'm like, I want, I want to, I want you to do your best Garden Goomba. I want you, I want your cousin. I want super excited. Guys, we're here with Doc. Where's Doc at? It's pretty good. It's spot on, man. He cracked up when good. I did in front of him the one day. That's real good. But, uh, I love those guys. They're the Goombas. Uh, they're they're unofficial sponsors. Uh, Doc and Cuzzy have pushed me to my next level. If it wasn't for their pepper contest, I don't even know if I'd be here. Uh, Doc and Cuzzy have helped me so much. Like they made that video with me, the training video. It, it was a hit. I love doing that video. That was probably one of my favorite videos. I love watching their stuff. They're they're, they're some amazing guys. Their personalities are fantastic. And I definitely want to incorporate them as much as I possibly can uh, because of what they're doing for the communities around here with their garden stuff. So massive shout out to those guys. Yeah. If you want to learn more about the garden goobas, you can go to episode 94 of the uh, Popco project and check out an interview with those guys. And just recently they were also on an episode of uh, getting to know the 570. Uh, yep. I'm not, 
I was not listening to that yet, but I'm sure it's great. Yeah, I have to go over and listen to it myself. Yeah, Frankie and his team there at uh, getting another five to another are great people. Uh, I was on their show as well, so uh, I'm sure it was a great episode. So awesome. check out episode 94, of the Public Project, to listen to that, and then also the getting enough the five seven zero. I'm not sure what episode number that is, but uh, shout out to the Garden Goombas for sure. Yeah, shout out. Can you do? Can you do that again? Do it again. Super excited, guys. Where's Doc at? <laughs> you see the video, the 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 promo video for that. For what they did a promo video for the the episode for. No, getting... I keep. I heard about it. And I'm like, that's. I'm like, I didn't even see it. Like, yeah, it's, it's tell me they were gonna be on it. I, that's my fault. I wasn't. I didn't talk to Doc for a little while. I haven't. I haven't been going to my my back adjustments recently. So yeah, check that out. It's funny. I'll have it's to funny. check it out. But Doc is uh, as always is in the uh, you know the the interesting situations that mm-hmm. you don't expect them to be in, but. Uh, no, always cool. Uh, you but, were saying about the where the future. I, I want to touch on this quick. Uh, yeah, my end all be all for all of this for this to go is I want to be at the top of my game and to be the guy that everybody wants to come after, which already seems to be happening because so many people <laughs> like I'm going to beat you. I'm catching up to you. I'm this. I'm that. I'm like, go ahead, do it. Like, I want give me something to fight for because right now there's only one person above me that I have to fight for this year, but I have. 12 other people ahead of me in overall. So I have a lot of work to do and I plan on continuing to do it. My end of the year plan for this is I'm hoping to capture the title this year. Uh, there's a possibility of me traveling to London this year to compete my first time out of the country. Uh, a not so official invite to the event out there. Uh, and my next big feat this year is going to be breaking the world record for the most Carolina Reapers consumed once pods are in season, I'm going to attempt to eat 200 Carolina Reapers. And what was your previous number? So I ate 69, uh, 69, 69, seven pot primos, which I'm positive. The primo, t- the seven pot primos are hotter than Carolina Reapers. It's not just about the heat. It's about the quantity. Sure. About filling your stomach up. So that's another big, big thing for me. That's this year. Now those are goals I have set. I don't know where I can go from there besides either gaining the top spot overall and gaining the top spot for one year. Cause once I get a number one spot for that one year, I'm not going to keep pushing because it's expensive to do this. Um, sponsors help, but it's just so expensive. A uh, hundred dollars does not go a long way when you buy these challenges. Right. But the end of the line for me, pretty much a retirement state from doing these competitions is that win the title, be number one ranked overall at some point, but I want to open up my own hot sauce shop, uh, just the Scoville unit. It's good. That's what's going to be called the Scoville unit sauce shop. Uh, and I want to open it up locally because there's no hot sauce shops around here. And I want to buy sauces from all around the world and sell them in bulk at my store and do YouTube giveaways and all that other stuff. And that's my end all be all. Very cool. Can, can people buy your sauce now? Uh, yes, you can find us at thescovilleunit.com. Uh, all my sauces are available. Um, I'm going to be putting jerky up on there soon. Uh, I've been told I have some of the best jerky in the area. Uh, so I, I take pride in that because people are like, we want your jerky. Can you get me like two pounds? And then two days later, like, I'm out. Can you order me? Can I get more? And I, I'm just little by little, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. Uh, eventually, I want to send out sauces to get tested and do all that and be able to put it in stores. But for right now, it's just small batch stuff. Sure. If anybody wants it, they can reach out to me and I'll help them out. Cool. 
I'm a I'm a self-proclaimed uh, jerky connoisseur. Yeah. So I'll have to I'll have to itch you up and get some of that jerky. Yeah, because definitely. I, I you, you can go to the grocery store, and I used to go to this place, uh, Wild Meats in Wilkesbury. Hmm, never heard of it. Yeah, I think it's still open. Um, but I, I'm a very particular as far as like texture and things like that. I, I hate the stuff that almost feels like you're chewing on fat. I don't like that. But I don't like the stuff that's too hard either. I'm very particular uh, about my jerky. So I, I'd be interested in trying yours. Yeah, definitely. I would yeah. be more than happy to make you some. Sweet. That's awesome. Well, like you said, I mean, the, the future sounds hot and bright mm-hmm. for the Scoville unit, Mr. and Mrs. Thank you. I wish you guys both the best of luck. I, I don't know how you do it. I... Uh, I uh, learned more tonight in the past hour than I, I ever thought I would about uh, competitive eating and you know, hot stuff in general. Uh, I, I don't care if we get roasted about like you know comparing this to a sport. I mean, yeah, obviously you're, you're not. You're, yeah, yeah, you're not there hit, taking hits from you know uh, you know giants on a football field and things like that. But like you're literally preparing. I mean, like, like anything else, like, you know, there's wrestlers who prepare for wrestling. Like they, they start themselves, they dehydrate themselves, all that kind of shit. Like they're at the end of the day, you are preparing for something, mm-hmm. Well, you know, whether it's physical or what, I mean, it is physical. So you can't even say that. Um, so screw it. Well, well it's, 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 it's comparable to a sport. Fuck you guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just because you don't understand it, you can't do it, doesn't mean it's not a sport. Just because we can't run five miles without, you know. Just because I can't golf doesn't mean it's not a sport. Just right, exactly. Just exactly. I can't play basketball doesn't mean it's not a sport. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, God damn it. We, we all have our, our callings, right? Exactly. I, mean, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. I, I, I you know, I don't prepare. I, I <laughs> It's funny. I told you, I, I thought this interview was tomorrow. Because I'm an idiot and uh, skittled the wrong day. And... So uh, yeah, I prepared in five minutes, and hopefully it was hopefully it was enough. Actually, I don't like to prepare too much because I I like to you know be the dumb idiot in the room and and you tell me what's going on because no one can tell me better than the person that I'm interviewing. So I don't like to do too much like prep work. But um, yeah, sorry about that. No, you're good. No. You did great, man. Honestly, when it comes to stuff like this, and people always say. Like what you talk so much about it and this and that, it becomes like a, a, a second nature, like asking questions, feeding off of the previous answer to roll into your next question yeah. and stuff like that. So it's you did you did great. And, and congratulations on the beer, fire. by the way. I didn't get a chance to try it. I'll have to I'll have to locate some. I think it's, it's sold out. This is actually a, a a dummy can. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I had to keep it for my my records. That's Love wicked. It. But uh, I've actually. It's funny. We'll talk off air. I've got some more ideas I want to I want to do this year. Um, and I don't want to talk about them out loud until it actually just came to me like in the last couple of days. But one thing I want to talk to you about is actually like a thing I've had in, in mind for the past like couple of years. Maybe we can kind of collaborate on that. Yeah, definitely. But um, dude, I mean. You came out of nowhere. It's the kind of the story you heard. You're the, you're the dark horse, right? Yep. So, you know, kudos to you. Kudos to your grandfather. I keep calling him your grandfather because I don't want to fuck up the 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 name you've been calling him. Opa. I feel like, Opa. Opa. I don't want to. I don't want to be disrespectful. So I, I just. You're okay, man. 
was going with grandfather, but uh, yeah, I'm sure he's very proud of you. Um, sky's the limit. You know, I hope you, I hope you can retire at the level, you know, you get to that level you want to retire at and, and that's cool. And um, yeah, it's really cool that you're, you know, this, this uh, wing off that you're doing February 25th, February 25th, you know, it's, it's kind of neat that you're bringing something to the community that they can be a part of as well, because that's something that's like also important. I think like, you know, doing that beer and, and kind of, you know, that was a whole like kind of a back mountain vibe type thing to it. And I, I donated the money that we raised to the, my old high school. And uh, it, it's cool that, you know, you know, people like us who have the resources to, to create events and get community involved and, and things like that. I think that's important because not everyone's doing that, right? Like, you know, it's, 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 it's not a lot of work, but it's still work. It's planning. It's, it's, it's meetings. It's, it's this and it's that. And, it's, and, you know, if there's not people like us out there, then, you know, there's just nothing to do. And that's the, always the, the thing about NEPA is there's nothing to do around here, but like, you know, we're creating things to do. And so kudos to you for that. Uh, you know, that's really uh, something you should, you should hang your hat on and, um, you know, keep, keep eating those peppers, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, um, I'll actually try and get this out earlier than I thought I was because, you know, you have limited spots for this, this wing off. Um, I don't want this, I don't want this to come out after you fill those spots. So I'll, I'll try and do my best to get this. I'll jockey some, some, uh, some episodes around, but, uh, Appreciate it. yeah, best of luck for the, the wing off at Bartari on February 25th. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in the newspaper again and, you know, hometown hero travels to London, you know, all that kind of stuff. So and feel free to stop by in February, man. Stop by and say hey to Cousin and Doc and maybe I can show you some of my sauces that I make that probably won't kill you. That's good. I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to be in pain. I just want to I want to I want to enjoy the, the flavor. It's, it's really interesting to watch them though, like people doing this. It's it's definitely I, I've only got to see it two or three times now, people doing something that I'm not doing and I'm used to doing it. It's so different from when you're doing it compared to watching it. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Well best of luck to both of you. Um thank you you too and thanks for allowing us to be on. Yeah. Oh man. my pleasure. I, I I'm so glad we did this. You know like, like this is this uh this whole thing is is you know, 95% music. Um, but I always like to talk to those people who are doing different things and creative and, and, and creating that content and just adding value to the world around us. And, you know, you're, you're doing that obviously by you know, competing for our area, competing in general, you know, doing this stuff at uh, Bartari. So kudos to you again. And um, hopefully I'll see you soon, man. We never met in person. So yeah, definitely. I hope we can, uh, be awesome. Yeah, you know, shake those hands and and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah. and take take care of him, all right? And take care of her because she's she's well, she's, she's, right. <laughs> she's competing too. And uh, uh, yeah, take care of each other. Thanks. Stick, stick around. We'll talk. We'll talk for a minute. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys. Bye.